What's good, U of M? It's your boy, Professor Brendan, here with Professor Tino. What's goody? Welcome to Lecture 3. Uh, we are recording this right after we recorded Lecture 2, but uh, and I haven't heard it, but I would say that was our best episode yet. I think I we're on point that. with that one. I felt very good about that. Yeah, um, because again, we don't have any news today because we're pre-recording these, uh, so we'll just talk about a little bit about what's been going on in our lives. Um, mm. I just got back from the senior stick uh, ceremony for St. Paul's. Yeah. Uh, before I came into the studio, I there was no ceremony because of COVID, no graduation ceremony where we switch sticks and I gave it to the new senior sticks. So we did that with a bunch of hand sanitizer. We were wiping down the sticks so much with <laughs> Lysol wipes. But yeah, it was good. We took our pictures. I handed over my keys and end of Nira. Officially not the senior stick anymore. I do not Beautiful. have keys to the office anymore. I do not have that stick. But yeah, honestly, it was good. It was good to be back. It's very yeah. weird in there because it's just all cleared out. There's no mm. one in there. But uh, it was good to see the staff and catch up with some folk and see yeah. the new senior stick. I wish it, I wish Jasmine Tavares the best. Uh, I know the council's in good hands. And yeah, how have you been, Tino? I've been good. I've been good. Obviously, like you said, you mentioned that the, we we're recording this just after uh, the lecture two. Yeah, um, it's your episode, baby. It Here is we go. My episode, feeling good. Um, I was just telling you this story right now about. Uh, uh, this one girl who reached out to me yep. uh, about an election she was running, and she, you know, she just kind of called me up out of the blue, and she was like, "Hey, Tino, you know, I saw that you guys ran a pretty good election, and I was wondering if you could help me out and all that stuff." And I was like, "Well, obviously, I can't because you know you're not allowed to endorse anyone with being on AMSO." What, and all what that. election was this? Uh, it was the it was the Bangladeshi Students Association. Oh, okay, okay, yes, yes. So I was like, "Yeah, no, I I can't endorse you, but I can give you general advice on running an election." And, um, yeah, she was telling me about how she's running as an independent against, like, a 15-person mm. slate. And, you know, the entire conversation, I was just trying to let her down easy. You know, I was just like, the most important thing you can do is run. You know, it's good that you've taken this up. It's going to be an uphill battle. And literally just today, she sent me a snap message. And she was like, Tino, I won. Thanks for the advice. And that was just, that was that did that my heart, heart really yeah. well. It no, did my heart so well. That's yeah. funny. Someone, one of my uh, students from Bio 1020, uh, <laughs> when I was TAing that, she was running in, I believe it was the RSAC election. And she... Uh, wanted to, uh, I think she was running as an independent against this lady, and she was yeah. like, yeah, asking me for advice. And uh, yeah, again, I couldn't endorse her, but man, like I tried to give her like all the advice I could. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I never heard the like results of that election, mm. but uh, again, I wish her the best. And yeah, I tried to give all my experience. I mean, I'm 4-0 in elections, so I, I think I do have Ooh. a good, pretty decent advice. But okay. anyways. Okay. But yeah. yeah, I just it, it it was it felt really good as well just because like it was interacting with like people and I haven't gotten to do that so much mm -hmm. on this job but so so good very heartwarming. But Brendan, what is on your mind? What is on my mind? Mm -hmm. Ham Montana. <laughs> it's very I know it's a, it, <laughs> I, I don't know how coming. I got on this Wikipedia wormhole, but it's crazy the story of her. She so right, she's Billy Ray Cyrus's kid, Miley Cyrus. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Born in Tennessee, so they actually she actually lived in Toronto because Billy really? Ray Cyrus was doing a show in Toronto. Yeah, and Miley had so much talent that she auditioned for Hannah Montana. She went to LA, auditioned yeah. for Hannah Montana. She actually auditioned for the best friend role, the Lily role, and she was very young. She's only eleven, and mm. the producers found her so talented at like singing and acting that they delayed production for three years of the show 
just to have her play the main character when Whoa. she turned eight, 14. They did, like, that's so crazy. That's awesome. She was that talented that they delayed this production. So they were supposed to have the show in 2001. They had it in 2004 so that she could play the main role of Hannah Montana. And the weird thing is Jason Earl, her brother on the show, yeah. co-starred was 28 at the time while she was 14. That's crazy. It's very weird. He's very young. Um, funny story. I'm actually on Jason Earl TikTok. I see Jason, it's like a fan Jason club Earl TikTok. TikTok. Anyways, oh, yeah. um, so it, in my, it's so weird to me that I found this mm. out. Like in my opinion, I always thought that like she was already Hannah Montana, like a singer, and yep. that they made her into a show. But no, she was just some random kid really then that then became Hannah Montana, huge. Yeah. Like she's... Like I can't, and like Hannah Montana stuff was everywhere. Like that was the it thing for girls back in the day. Oh, um, not even just girls. I specifically remember having a poster of her, not in my room uh, or anything. I had a poster yeah. in my house of Hannah. I mean, Montana. and I love the no, show too. No, like it's it's crazy <laughs> that yeah. I mean, like she flew off the handlebars later in life, but like ah uh, wow, I just can't believe that someone could be that talented at the age of eleven and become such a big icon. But yeah, Is Jason Earl, 28, who approved that? That's weird. <laughs> That's uh, funny. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that she flew off the handlebars uh, later on. But uh, did you notice that she's back now? She's like kind of yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The demon that she had left and it went to Katy Perry. Yes, no, definitely. <laughs> Actually, this is funny. Kristen was saying yesterday, she's like, I really respect Katy Perry's career. I'm like, I do too. I just wish she could like put out bangers like Teenage Dream again. Like, uh, anyways, uh, Tino, let me pose a question to you. Right. When someone sneezes, do you say bless you after the first sneeze, the last sneeze, or after every sneeze? Um, after... Mm. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Tristan, my friend, for giving me this question. I think after the last one. Uh, after everyone? After the last one? No, after the last one. So only once after the last one. Yeah, only once. So I came, out, came up with a tier list for it. <laughs> so optimally, you say, bless you, after the last one, after, after right. they're done sneezing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it is okay to say, bless you, after the first one. Okay. And then just not say it again. That's fair. But if you say it after every single one, you're a bad person. You're making them feel bad for sneezing. Because <laughs> I, I like sneeze like four times. And if you say bless you four times, do I have to say thank you four times? Or like what? Just say thank you after you're done sneezing. Thank you for all those <laughs> blessings. Like you're making them be aware that they're sneezing. So yeah, definitely, definitely the play is after the last one. Or is the play to not even say bless you? What if they're an atheist? What if they don't want to hear that? bless you? I don't know who doesn't want blessings. That's I want true. Blessings, That's know? true. I mean, like, <laughs> it's the polite thing to do. This is true. Okay, is true. I got a really good red flag game this right. time. Okay, <laughs> they are gorgeous. They are your soulmate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are smart. They are knowledgeable. Living the dream, but they are illiterate. They cannot read at all. What makes them smart? How do they get smart? They know things. You know, they've heard things. They've uh, they've watched TV's documentaries. You know, they are, they do not come off as a dumb person. But they cannot read. They cannot read. They can't text you. They only call you. They only call people. Where is that going? That's, That's going a as a deal breaker. breaker. That's a deal breaker. You can't read. What I mean, it mean? might be hard with the... No, honestly, I think it's fine. I think, I think fine. you can buy, get by in life without being reading. I mean... Oh, I, ooh, I'd have to disagree. Without reading at all, like... Mm, mm. Think of a situation... Okay, what, what, mm. what can't you do without reading? A lot. Like what? nothing comes to mind right now exactly because it's fine <laughs> no. Yeah, no 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 no, no. <laughs> just like nothing comes to mind right now but there's a lot of things you can't do without reading like 
you can still drive because yeah, you can't read signs, but like if you know where you're going, like you're fine. I mean, I get, there's like yeah, there's maybe some instructions, but like exactly if you get married, like if you get married to them and like you spend a lot of time together, like you're probably in situations where you're together all the time. I mean, you can just ask people like, "Was that? T- I'm really sorry. I'm." You could you could lie. You, like, you could lie. Like I forgot my glasses. Was that say? <laughs> you could so get by without yeah. reading. Can you sign life. contracts without reading? Like can you sign contracts? Oh, obviously you can sign. You could ask someone. Was this contract say? I guess yeah. You might have some trust issues. And like that's not what actually it says. Right. But like, I think you could almost go full out and like not even tell people you're illiterate and like probably fake it for a long time. <laughs> Eventually, like your significant other would catch it's on not, that. But you're illiterate. But. I think I, I'm fine. Like, if they're gorgeous and they seem knowledgeable, uh-huh. I'm okay with them not reading. I don't know. That's a deal breaker for me. Learn to read. Or, yeah, like, fair. a version of, the, like, there's always Braille and, you know, all those other things. But That would that would still be reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, if blind people can go through. Yeah, that's the thing. So, you're discri- so you wouldn't date a blind person is what you're saying. No, I, I'd date a blind person. They can read. They can, they can do the Braille <laughs> things. <laughs> can they, they read, though? Because not everything is Braille. I mean, not everything is. But a they lot of things. Are the pr- illiterate person has an easier time in life than the blind person. No, I I don't know about that. Oh my god! I don't know about that. You're anti-illiterate. Oh I am anti-illiterate. Everyone <laughs> should know how to read. <laughs> I am pro-literacy. I am pro-literacy too. I'm just saying, like, it's not a deal break for me. To me, it's not even really a red flag. I mean, like. Definitely uh, a red flag. It's at least a red flag. It, uh, maybe nah. not a deal breaker entirely. I wouldn't for me, even but question like, the relationship. I I'd be like I'd be you like wouldn't this question is question it. You wouldn't even ask. You'd be like I'd be so like what that. Happened? I'd be like that's crazy. And I would tell all my friends. But I wouldn't. I would not be like maybe I should dump her because she's illiterate. Mm, I'm 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 questioning your choices. Whatever. Recommend <laughs> a movie, Tino. Recommend a movie. Um. Alright, so I had one. And oh right, okay. So I watched it again recently. Uh, it's The Big Short. The okay, financial yeah. one, mm-hmm. and it just it explains what happened in 2008 and why it happened. And yeah. very interesting. I think everyone should watch that movie just because finances affect everyone, and you should yeah, understand I, uh, these things. Yeah, that movie is. No, the first time you watch it, I don't think you'll get it. Yeah. But I, I watched it in high school. Mm-hmm. But it, it actually is very good in that, yeah, it teaches you what the recession was like in 2008 and how yeah. it happened. Yeah interesting like it's not it's not to me it wasn't that interesting like it wasn't funny but like mm-hmm. it's definitely like it's a documentary it's a more interesting documentary it is yeah. it's it's a well-written movie in that it, it it kind of had when i first they had a story to it rather than just laying out facts yeah they did they did and when i first heard about it i thought it was going to be like a wolf of wall street kind of vibes kind right, of like yeah. craziness but then the second time i watched it i was like oh there's no this this is not this is like actually explaining I mean, things it's sad in the end but it is quite sad um yeah. recently i watched sad. whiplash so that's what i'm mm. gonna recommend uh what I really liked about it is that it was constant action. There was never at any point that I feel like bored or slow. Right. It it was an hour and forty five minute movie that felt that it told a story of a two and a half hour movie. So mm. I really liked it. Um I may it was entertaining, made you think. There's yeah. a big twist. I oh. love the big twist, uh, near the end. Um so yeah, overall good. And um, you know, it's actually it's funny because the, this movie then came up in my daily life where I was in class and my professor was talking about um, this chemist who uh, did so much good for the world, but he was also kind of abusive towards right. his students. Oh. And I'm like, holy crap, that's like the movie Whiplash. Oh. Uh, 
I can't remember his name. It was like AJ Coy was his name. And I made the joke in the chat. Like AJ Coy is basically JK Simmons from Whiplash. And uh, someone else, the, the prof didn't get the joke, but someone yeah. else in the chat's like, ah, that's a good one. And I don't I know. It felt good. I haven't watched Whiplash, so. Uh, recommend it. Good, yeah. good music. Hmm. Good music uh, movie. Um, okay, Tino. Would you rather always be underdressed for things or always be overdressed for things? I'm going to go with always overdressed. I'm going to go with always overdressed because like if you if you're overdressed, you can always just like pull it off and say that you're fashionable. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. You just be like I have fashion. Yeah, um it's it's hard because like when I like there's stuff like sports. Like you're probably like overdressed for sports, like you're wearing like nice sweaters and like you're getting them ripped up when you're playing sports. Oh, but true. you know, you're you're out playing you're out playing soccer, Tina, but you're wearing your uh, you know, Ralph Lorraine sweater and you're ripping it up, but overdress could be like just too much equipment though too. Like you could just like I have guess I need to find what overdress was. Yeah. Is it too many clothes or too fan I'm going I think it's too, too fancy, fancy clothes yeah, in this I think situation. it's too fancy, yeah. Definitely. Um, what about you? I think I'm still going overdressed as well mm-hmm. because I would never well, I'll give this example. We went to Newburger yesterday, and I was yeah. wearing I was wearing sports shorts. Like it was just like <laughs> bad timing. I didn't think we were going anywhere, and we ended up going to Newburger. Yeah. So we were limited where where we could go. We couldn't go to a sit down restaurant because like I'm wearing sports shorts. Like they're not gonna mm. let me in. So um, overdress definitely helps in that situation where you know you're just never limited by where you can go. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, I guess you would get to a point where, like, if you were always underdressed, people would talk about you like. Look at this clown. Like, why is he dressed like that to this party? But if you're always overdressed, people wouldn't make fun of it. They would point it out, of course, but it wouldn't be negative. It would just be be like, like, it's "Hmm." a weird thing he does. He's always overdressed. Exactly. Um, Exactly. So, yeah, I think overdressed is the play. Um, Let's move on to picky either segment, Tino. Picky I wouldn't eat that man. stupid blueberry in the last episode. He didn't episode. eat my blueberry, and I'm hurt, mm-hmm. and my feelings, and I took But offense. you got to eat an extra blueberry, so you should be happy about that. That's true. It was very delicious. You missed out on a lot. Okay, so first course we did together was Bio 2260, the fungi and lichens one. Yeah, that did is you, true. Yeah, did you ever try any of the mushrooms? Like what? I only eat regular edible mushrooms anyway. You, don't, you like, don't like mushrooms? I don't like of mushrooms. Of course you don't like mushrooms. No, I would never you don't eat mushrooms. Like mushrooms. You don't did have you, a sense of taste. Did you try any of those mushrooms? Oh, I tried a lot of them. Mushrooms are so delicious. The ones we picked in that class? No, not the, not the specific ones, but some of the ones that he said were edible. Uh, what's his name? John Booth? James Booth? John Booth? Uh, Dr. Booth. <laughs> Tom Booth. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Mushrooms are so good. I love mushrooms. No. Uh, I spe- uh, that actually, that's funny you mentioned that. The yeah. food I brought is cooked vegetables. I don't eat cooked vegetables. I'll eat like raw carrots and I'll eat like... Um, cooked vegetables. You know what? I... I guess why I say by cooked vegetables, like, yeah, I guess I eat corn cooked. You couldn't eat raw corn. You couldn't eat raw peas. I will eat peas and corn. But I won't eat cooked, like, cooked carrots because I don't like the mushiness of it. I won't eat, oh, cooked broccoli. Won't eat that. I have to have it raw. Is corn a vegetable? No, it's a fruit. It's a fruit because it's got the seeds, right? The kennels are seeds. Uh yeah yeah I I, I, I just I, I taught flowering plants I know all the fruits <laughs> right. and vegetables um but yeah so mm, cooked actually, vegetables actually peas aren't even a vegetable either they yeah, are they fruit like they are yeah. fruit too but the point is I don't eat I I just don't like mushy things so so when I stir fry I would never touch a single thing in a stir fry I would not eat a single not thing even from, like the beef or the pork no, because the it's chicken. probably cooked with like sauces out like so. Mm. Just anything c- cooked, sautéed like that, no, I'm not eating. Okay, so do you remember a couple of days ago when I asked you the question, when did your food tastes stop evolving? Like, how old were you? 
because I, I high high school, I guess. I mean, like school? in high school, I wouldn't eat lunches. I just eat cookies for breakfast, Jesus. and then I'd eat dinner when I got home, and then I'd probably snack on like popcorn in the night. I feel like you've got like the stomach of like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> like you, I, you told me the story of how you ate an orange and then you got sick. Okay, <laughs> going back to the weak stomach from last week. That yeah. uh, early in the summer, yeah, I just I ate an orange and I threw it up. I just my my stomach didn't like it. I love oranges, but yeah, like I just throw up from everything. So that's why I don't know. And Is like, that, like I like mashed potatoes, but the the mushiness makes me gag. So I don't. I try not to eat them too much. <laughs> and like bananas, I haven't had a banana since I was four because I choked on it. Like the mushiness made me gag and almost choke on it as a kid. That I haven't had a, a banana since. Jeez. But but he here's my food taste evolving though. I have mm, grown mm. up in the sense that I yes. put them in smoothies now. So technically I do eat bananas now. I just won't I just won't eat like a <laughs> solid one. I just have to grind it up to where I don't even notice it in that peanut butter banana smoothie. I mean I can I, I really I want to explore this more because I we feel have like there's all year baby segment. Um, <laughs> well, that's all the segments, Tino. It is oh. now your time to shine. Okay. Tell the listeners about yourself. All right. Um, well, you know, like all good stories, uh, this one begins at the beginning uh, with a very graphic description of my childbirth. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, yeah, I was born in 1999 in Harare, Zimbabwe uh, to two very loving parents. And I remember growing up with my younger sister, who is four years younger than me, and we used to just cause trouble, you know, we'd ride our bikes around. And yeah, my, my childhood while we were in Zim is kind of blurry just because I was so young. But a notable moment was the first time we moved to Tanzania. So there's going to be a lot of moving around. Yeah. As you're, you're you like know, me. Definitely. Right? You know, I'm like seven schools in my whole life and I'm sure you're the same. I don't I don't actually think I had that many schools, but yeah, yeah, there's a ton of moving around. So yeah, so when I was about nine years old, my dad got a new job in Tanzania and when we moved to Tanzania I um, I started learning Swahili and um, it was like a whole new culture because not a lot of people speak English in Tanzania they okay mostly yeah. just speak Swahili and it was like it was a very interesting experience it was one of the first times that I kind of realized that the world is so big and there's just so many like complexities to like the planet and I don't know it was really really fun learning a language just because I don't know. I, it, a lot of like who I am, I think, is based on like that first move and the experiences that I had then. And when I was like 13, we moved again to Lusaka. And then I started going to school at Baobab. That, that was like high school. And then I met Ronnie, who essentially became nice, one of my yeah. best friends. Love for life. Ronnie. Ronnie's awesome. Um, and then I started playing football. And I remember specifically, football was so big when I was at Baobab just because I'd watch games with my dad i remember specifically um the champions league semi-final we were playing psg and we were like two goals down and dembo bar scored in like the 90th minute or something dembo bar newcastle yeah. hero all yeah. oh, right yeah you're a newcastle fan yeah. i have a dembo bar jersey that's awesome that's awesome but yeah bar scored in like the 90th minute and champions league games back home were like at night so like 10 yeah. or 11 mm -hmm. And we were just losing our minds, me and my dad. We were just like jumping up and down. And that was such a beautiful moment. I think about that so often. But yeah, no, football was like, football was like a really big thing during high school for me. And then my parents had another 
another kid. Um, I had another sister at the time. And I spent a lot more time just, like, taking care of her, being the bigger brother. Right. And because of this, I just, I started loving taking care of children. I love kids. And you remember that I worked at Mini U last yeah. summer, mm-hmm. which was just, like, a fantastic experience. And, like, everything just kind of cu- came together with everything, um, with everything else and all my other experiences. And at that time as well, my dad moved back to Tanzania. Mm-hmm. But then he didn't want to displace me. So I went into boarding school which was a whole new experience in that I had brothers, right? And yeah. uh, the funniest uh, thing about being in boarding was that I, I, w- I came into boarding, like, as a senior. So, like, I, I got to be a senior in boarding school, so, like, one of the big boys, right. but without having to struggle. To go through, yeah. Exactly, yeah. without having any of the tribulations. No, I guess going back to my episode, like, yeah, <laughs> that was the nice thing about going to St. Paul's, yeah. not in grade 9, is, like, not that there's any hazing at St. Paul's, but you do avoid. I I avoided that putting books in your backpack when you leave. Definitely, and right? You were the yeah. I was the big man on campus right away. Yeah, absolutely. So that's good. It was so it was so good. I'm sure boarding schools definitely have the beating up on oh, the younger kids. Some, so. some of them, like not not like nothing violent, but no, you know, just a little bit of something to build character. Exactly, you know? <laughs> it's so, to build character. Exactly. Right? So yeah, and no, I did that, and um, I was one of the bigger brothers, and just being one of the people that the kids look up to, and the young boys was awesome and when i graduated high school they my parents had another kid a brother this time which was amazing wait so you got then three younger siblings i do have three younger siblings oh just like yeah. me oh sweet yeah so yeah then i had a baby brother and he was born in like october but then i came to university in january so it's funny because like sometimes i'll see pictures of like my family members and then mm-hmm. i'll be like who's this oh right I have a brother, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's, he exists. <laughs> but, yeah, so I came to university in January 2018, and Ronnie was already here. So it comes back to the Ronnie story because Ronnie had started university here uh, in the fall. So just coming here as well, like, I was just set up real quick. Like, Ronnie picked me up at the airport. She set me up, like, my student ID and all that. Nice, which is, yeah. Yeah, which, which just made, like, transitioning into the winter peg environment, environment yeah. really really easy and because of that like i just i had friends from when i got to campus like just That's the second good, yeah. i got to campus i had friends and just networking from there just became so easy so forever grateful for like everything that um ronnie did yeah, for your me. boy ronnie he did it he set me up so well and like school was amazing at the time and i remember because i lived in st john's at the time and just like okay, yeah. living in st john's was good it's such a small tight-knit community there's only like a hundred residents or something mm-hmm. so everybody knows everyone else and the community is beautiful and at around that time as well i started working my refing job and it was the first time i was a ref and it was like experiencing that side of football, I keep calling it football. Did I call it soccer at any point? I have no idea actually, right, but uh, I think people know what it. you're talking about. Exactly. Talking about. So yeah, no, I, I became a football ref, and that experience was so beautiful because just I love so- football so much, and just it all tied in together, and it 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 was nice too because moving to like a completely different country just solidified that independence that I started building when I was in boarding school and I've had like a changing relationship with my parents now where I feel not as dependent on them as well like I feel so good about like paying for some of my stuff as well and like just having jobs and yeah that's that's pretty much 
everything that I have, and that's that's been the story and the life well, of Tino. You need no, you need to tell about like how you got on Amps and stuff. How like I got that. on? Oh, you, I, I you I've missed like about half your life. As well. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it because I've spoken so much about like university so far, but. Well, the university is what we need to talk about. Like, we're mm. in university. Like, that's the most, it's the fair. most relatable aspect. Like, fair, fair. Okay, so I got to campus and I lived in St. John's for like the first term and I made quite a few friends there and like the community was tight knit, like I already mentioned. And then in that summer, so it would have been the summer of 2018, I moved to AVM and I started because I already had friends and one of them was RJ, who was on AVM Council, and the, this is the time that Savannah was an exec on mm. AMSA. So she she kind of just came to my room one day, and we were all just hanging out, and she was like, um, do any of you guys want to do AMSA? Like, I'm on, I'm on council, and I was like, yeah, okay, that sounds like a good time. We plan events, whatever. And I was like, yeah, no, that, that should be really good fun. And I was a floor rep on AMSA. Nice. And it was like being a floor rep on AMSA was just, it was just madness. Like you didn't have any responsibility. Honestly, you just showed up to events and you kind of just helped out. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. This is really fun. I love being with these people. These people are like party goers. I'm a party goer. And also just having that like support was awesome. So the next year when none of the people, none of the execs during the time wanted to run again, I was just like, okay, why not? I'll, I'll go for president. And then I ended co-president. up co-president. Co-president. <laughs> I ended up being co-president with Jack Passai. Crazy guy. Crazy guy. So the upcoming year, I was co-president of AMSA. And then I was also looking to get involved with like science and just like being more active in the science community. I completely forgot about this part. Yeah, like yeah. I was on selections committee for SSA, were, and as were. soon as you walked into the room, like we bonded. You yeah, that's so I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. we. I, I really prompt you at, like and asked you a bunch of questions to really like impress the selections committee because I just knew something I just felt something in you and I I, I put my neck out for you I really want Literally, you on SSA and it's like, the best decision I ever made. Truly, like you've just been putting me in since day one. I like I always think about that all the time, and I'm I'm always telling my girlfriend it, about it. And yeah, like it's yeah. I didn't even realize it, like because <laughs> we weren't even like that good friends. Like I just had a feeling <laughs> about you. And look where it got us today. Look at it. And you just put me in. You just kept putting me in. But yeah, no, I did. I did science. I did SSA for the next year. And I was an academic programmer for that council. And like you said, it was nice being on the science council because like. It was a good group. It It was was a a good good group. group. It was a good group. And also like it wasn't as large as a responsibility as like being co-president of AMSA. Yeah, that's Just because like it's much more chill. Somebody else is president and like you're more just there to kind of help out. So it made for a really good year. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then after that, uh, you kind of reached out, Jolene reached out, and that that happened the way that it happened. And yeah, you know, we ended up running for AMSU together, and COVID and happened. And you got the most votes, and uh, that, yeah, was that, nice. no, that was a team effort. That was a team uh, effort, no sure doubt. Sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, Tino no the doubt. goat. No um, damn, no, honestly, I forgot to put this in my episode, and I feel <laughs> bad. I forgot to shout out, we need to shout out our lady friends. Yes, uh, in my whole story, I never once mentioned that. Yes, uh, back when I was senior stick, yeah. I met the lovely lady Quinn, uh, mm. girlfriend ever since. So something like 19 months now. And yeah, yeah, you have Alicia. I do have Alicia. Alicia is like 
she's just so she's she's great she's great i don't yeah. want to like get all sappy and well like how long have you guys been dating now? we've been two years two months now two I years two months to look it up, so. uh we just want the extra brownie points by shouting other ladies <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true we can talk about how we did well it's actually the opposite i just don't want to get mad at me that i got to <laughs> shout out i've shouted out my best friend matt and you know my friend tristan i have to shout out quinn yeah. but yeah no so yeah that's Tino. Any That's funny stories? I was able to give at least two. Yeah. At least one for the listeners. Okay, so high school, right? Kay. So high school, this was at Baobab. This was in Zambia. And high school, I was just, when I first moved to Baobab, it was really nice just because it was like a bigger school. And there wasn't a lot of pressure on me, thankfully, in high school, just because I wasn't like I wasn't the best in school. Mm-hmm. Definitely not the best, but I definitely did quite well. So like it took a lot of pressure off from my parents and all that. And I just got the opportunity to kind of like explore my interests and all that. And I remember I told you about how I did music theory in high school and yep. all those other things. And it was this student club thing and it was called I don't know, it was something about science and kids doing science. So it was a project where we had to make a hovercraft using old computer fans. Mm-hmm. And the way that it worked is that you had to plug the computer fan into an alternator just so that it doesn't get too much current right, on yeah. it. But because I am very, very intelligent, I just plugged it straight into the mains and then I flipped the switch because plugs have switches in Africa. And then I flipped the switch and the fan sparked and because the, the science complex, like, so the labs around the science yeah. complex, all the power just went out. Oh, my God. All the power just went out. And it was like, it was me and my, a group of my friends. I think Ronnie was probably even yeah. there just because we were in the same groups. And we, they all just looked at me and they were like, Tino, what have you done? What have you done? What have you done? But blew the power. Blew all the power out. It was so scary. But, like, thankfully, like, one of the lab techs, and he was probably just, like, a recent college graduate, honestly. Yeah. And he just he just came into the room and was like, what, what are you kids doing? And he, he thankfully, he just, like, switched it on, and nothing was messed up with the plug or anything like that. And I, I think was you just need to like, elaborate on the Ooh. fact that plugs in Africa have switches. They do have switches, yeah. This is a very North American thing to just have outlets that don't have, like, a little switch thing. It's it's so North American. I don't think, I don't think Europe has switches. When I no. traveled to Europe, I didn't see any switches on them. I'm pretty sure, like, British plugs have, like, switches on them. Uh, we'll have I'm to ask. Confident. We'll have to ask our British friends. Yeah, but yeah, and they've got like three pins. Too I know, close. I know that they're different in that sense. I just yeah. no, I don't they've remember got, having to flip them on. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, thank you for telling us our life story. Life you know, um, I guess that's the end of it for this week. Uh, good, good two episodes. We'll get it. Um, once again, our email is umsu1020 at umfm.com. Please write in if you have any questions. We will answer them on the pod in a new segment. Uh, mm-hmm. Any suggestions like for us you know, to get better? Well, I think, again, Feedback another good, I think this was a good episode. So I like this. Uh, we've been, uh, we've, we were rather than the first two episodes, <laughs> but you know, we've only gone up. Uh, Tino, why mm-hmm. did the Invisible Man turn down the job offer? Why did the invisible man turn down the job offer? Yeah. He couldn't see himself doing it. Okay. Jared, add in the buttons, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, song of the week last week was La La Land by Bryce Fine. Uh, this week, it's Levels by Avicii. Again, just party banger. You know, that, <laughs> if everyone's just, you know, you're playing, you're playing drinking games, just relaxing, chilling. If you want to yep. get people up and dancing and really vibing, Player levels by Vici. Uh, we recommend his uh, songs Addicted and Liar Liar as well. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's all the time we have this week. See you guys next week.
Don't forget to spread good vibes. Good vibes only. Peace.